This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. You have questions about COVID-19 or the coronavirus or the CERB benefit or EI. It's just a confusing time for everybody who has a job, is still currently working, or if you've been laid off or let go by your employer as a result of this pandemic. This is the uh, the main topic this hour, the COVID crisis. We'll be entertaining calls uh, of all of all sorts when it comes to employment law, be it a temporary layoff or severance or anything else that we've talked about in the last several years, but uh, super focused uh, to Today, once again, on COVID-19, if you have questions, this is the hour, this is the time you want to uh, ask them and get them answered. This is a show where you're going to get the answers. John Pincus is in for uh, Leora tonight, so we'll we'll get it happening. 604-280-9898. Again, 604-280-9898. Phone lines wide open, ready to go. Johnny, you're in the hot seat, pal. How are you? Uh, how are you this week? Good, good. You know, making the best of it and... and yep. uh, hearing from lots of people who are uh, unfortunately suffering right now both uh, employees and employers alike and uh, i've been helping people on sort of both sides of this and uh, it's it's rough but uh, we'll get through it and we just have to make sure that uh, when the dust settles people are treated fairly mm-hmm. what um what's uh, what's been the basic uh, i'd say the most you've been dealing with this week i would assume would be covid-19 related stuff give me a, give me a sense of what you're doing so there's been a lot of layoffs, uh, also permanent terminations. Uh, in the case of employers, uh, they've been struggling in some cases with people who have been refusing to come to work, even though they've been deemed an essential business. So that's uh, a really unfortunate situation for them. Um, so you've got some people who are uh, resigning from their positions, uh, others who are dealing with terminations and layoffs. So it's just it's a lot of change uh, all at once, and um, it's uh, it's it's hard for people to keep up with. And again, that number six zero four two eight zero nine eight nine eight. To uh, you want to call into the uh, radio station, talk to John here, get some answers about the uh, COVID nineteen as it relates. Do your job and your employment. I know it's crazy times. Uh, get some answers right here. Here's how you want to do that. You want to send along an email. That's also an option. That is help at employmentlawyer.ca. And I should mention for the next little while, it looks like at least a few months, covidrights.ca is a, a great resource as well. Once you are there, you will uh, be able to scroll down a little bit and see uh, basically what the, what the guys have built is a uh, CERB calculator. It pretty much tells you fairly quickly if you qualify for the CERB benefits. So you want to check it out again, covidrights.ca. That is designed by Lior. And uh, you, John, the guys at the firm, so nicely done on the speed of getting that sucker to the uh, to the marketplace for sure. But, uh, yeah, COVID crisis, talk a little bit about it as we get into it here. Can your employer force you to stay home? I know you said you've been dealing with a lot of phone calls this week about people saying, I don't feel safe, even though I'm essential or non-essential. I don't feel like going in. So that, that that's an issue we know. But can your employer force you to stay home? Uh, yeah, I, your, your employer certainly can force you to stay home. Uh, where that becomes uh, different is uh, if your employer uh, is uh, telling you that you're on a temporary layoff, right? So ah. if your employer is just telling you stay home because it's not safe or obviously stay home because our business has been ordered to close, uh, then they can and, and really have no choice but to do that. Uh, but if your employer is telling you stay home because, you know, sales are down or because mm-hmm. uh, we just can't meet... Uh, 
right, there's just a limited market demand right now, well, that's a different story. You may actually have uh, the right to treat that as a, a breach of contract and get compensation. So um, it, it really depends on the circumstances. And again, you know, you kind of uh, you kind of glanced over it there quickly, and it dovetails nicely into a point I was going to make that even during this COVID nineteen times, your your employee rights uh, still they're not suspended. Everything is still the same in that regard, correct? Yeah, exactly. Every everything is is going to be uh, the same uh, mm-hmm. when you come back, uh, and that's just uh, you know if if you are put in the situation of a temporary layoff, um, the fact that your employer is telling you this is because we have to, you know, we have to reduce our staff or it's because of COVID-19, mm-hmm. don't assume that means you have no rights. You still have right. rights in this scenario. It's going to differ from one uh, circumstance to the next. If your employer has been forced to shut down by the government, well, that's one thing. Uh, that may be a situation where um, you don't have quite the same rights you normally would. But if your employer has not been forced to shut down, uh, and they have reduced their workforce, reduced your pay, right. uh, or, or you know, certainly if they have put you on a temporary layoff, uh, then you are going to have uh, the same rights uh, as as you would otherwise. And for many people, those temporary layoffs will uh, be acknowledged eventually by the employers' as terminations because they may not be able to bring you back. Right. Uh, by the way, you want to reach out anytime privately to John or Leo, a member of the team. You can do so, 604-283-3123 would be that number. And again, help at employmentlawyer.ca. Talking about COVID, we're uh, kind of focused on that for the last few weeks, and I guess we will be when people finally call and have all the answers. We can lay down a little bit, but uh, if you have questions about this, just uh, you know, bring it on, call uh, on, be- on yourself or on behalf of a family member or a friend who has been... Uh, Sitting at home with no job because of COVID-19 or so they've been told by their employer. 604-280-9898. Does your employer have to pay you if you're, um, I guess you could say, off sick or or been quarantined because of COVID-19? Do they got to pay you? No. If you, if you are oh. off sick uh, or you've been quarantined, your employer does not have to pay you. Uh, and that is the exact situation uh, or one of the situations, uh, at least, where you are going to want to apply for that CERB, for that Canada Emergency Response Benefit, $500 per week. You you apply in four-week uh, stints for that. And if you are quarantined or if you're just out of a job, uh, that is certainly the first place you want to go to make sure that you have money uh, to be able to pay the bills. And I think you will be entitled to employment insurance if you're sick or quarantined, yes? Right, yes. So that's, I mean, effectively, you can't get employment insurance and the Canada Emergency Response Benefit at the same right. time gotcha. uh, because the the CERB is basically a, a broader form of EI where it's available to people even if you are self-employed. And I expect the criteria, based on what the Prime Minister has been saying, is going to continue and continue to expand, uh, realizing that we really can't let anyone fall through the cracks in this situation if we want to be able to you know, fully recover from this. So, so uh, that is that is a benefit that's going to be available to you if you're sick, if you're quarantined, if you're laid off, uh, and I'm hoping and expecting that it's also going to start to be available for people who've had their uh, pay significantly uh, reduced. Uh, again, the number 604-280-9898 is how you want to call in, ask your questions. I'll get to, uh, to Diana. Hi, Diana. Thank you for calling in. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you guys doing? Great. Uh, what's your question? I have been um, let go, not, um, not really technically let go. Uh, this the store that I was working at was uh, had to close due to the virus. Everybody got notices, 
But the notice is that um, we will be, our job will be held for 20 weeks. And after 20 weeks, the employment will end and we would be paid out of that. So the CERB, would that apply? Uh, yes, uh, the CERB. So after so let, let's let's go over a couple things here. So firstly, yes, you will be entitled to CERB. The CERB only lasts, I believe, the time frame is still at sixteen weeks. But once that time period elapses, then you are still uh, entitled to employment insurance, which does last for a longer period of time. But there's some other things that we can, we should consider here. So you said the store had to close. So is this is it, is it been ordered to close, or basically they just can't sustain the operation uh, in the in this environment? Um, it was one of it was um, it was a clothing store. So I see. Okay. So if they're not able to bring you back. Um, you know, after that 20 weeks, and as they say, it does in fact become uh, a permanent termination, then you're going to be entitled here to more uh, than CERB. Now, the only way that you wouldn't be entitled to something is if there's no possibility of recovery, right? So if that store completely goes bankrupt, you know, receivership and all the assets are sold, something like that, uh, and there's nothing left, then your rights are going to be uh, fairly empty here. But one thing that we should look at is if you're going to be entitled to severance here. So how long have have you been with this store? About six months. About six months. Okay. And uh, what was your position there? A uh, salesperson. A salesperson. Okay. And roughly, are you someone who's in their forties or fifties or thirties? Uh, north of forty. <laughs> north of forty. Okay. So you, you, you're someone you who, could, who could uh, still be. <laughs> age is one of the things we look at here, right? We're looking at yeah. your age, your position, your length of service. So all other things being equal, you know, you're someone who could actually be entitled to two, three months of your pay of severance, uh, probably three months. Uh, so this is the kind of thing where you probably want to speak with an employment lawyer. One of the things we talk about is, okay, is there going to be something actually to recover here? But if there is, uh, then you could have an entitlement that will be in addition to your CERB. Uh, so I would definitely give us a call, uh, especially if uh, your employment ends up being terminated permanently. You may decide you don't want to call us now, but speak with an employment lawyer uh, before walking away from this because um, you really want to make sure that you get every, every dollar you're owed here. Diane, appreciate the call. Got to take a, a quick break, though. Uh, more information you want to reach out, as uh, John said, 604-283-3123. That's the number to get a hold of when, when the show is not on. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. We'll take that quick break. Get back to your phone calls. we got plenty of time, plenty of room. Come on in. Water's warm. Get some COVID-19 answers. 604-280-9898. Peter, Malcolm, see you guys. You guys are up next when we continue. Employment Law Show right here, CKNW. 604-280-9898. You want to reach out through email, that is help at employmentlawyer.ca. And for the next little while, you can visit covidrights.ca. There's a ton of information there as well. But back to the phones. Uh, you got some time. We got time. Call us and uh, ask your questions in that regard. Peter, you're uh, you're up next, pal. How are you? I'm doing all right. Good. What's up? All right. I'm kind of confused and lost in this whole thing. Uh, This is my situation. I was on EI. It ended two weeks ago. Um, There is no way of getting a job in my regular business. Um, I'm also uh, the uh, caregiver for my 84-year-old mother who just had open-heart surgery. 
And I was in the process of starting actually a different career as a musician. And obviously, well, you know where that went. So <laughs> what do I do to get some money? Because I'm, I'm broke. Right. So, so this is a situation where you may actually not be entitled to um, any form of employment insurance because uh, the circumstances of the CERB, for instance, are really limited to people who've been affected by COVID nineteen. So, you you said you were on employment insurance. Was that because your previous job was terminated, or did you did you have to leave for from a previous job? I was laid off due to the lack of work. Okay. And uh, how long had you been at the, uh, the previous company? About a year and a half. Okay. And what were you doing with it for them? Uh, I'm a senior electrical drafter. Okay. Um, and was this, were you with a, a union or was this a non-unionized position? Non-union. Okay. Um, all right. So you were there for a year and a half. And um, did they did they offer you a severance package when they let you go? They gave me the usual two weeks. Hmm. Okay. So you're you're going to be entitled to some severance here, and, and and you know one of the things we didn't talk about is how old you are. But you know if you were in let's say your 40s, uh, and you're there for a year and a half as a senior electrical drafter, then uh, uh, you could be entitled easily to three four months, maybe even more in some circumstances uh, okay. of severance. So uh, that's really your best remedy at this point, uh, is to okay. seek a severance package, and uh, I'd certainly recommend uh, you give us a call about that as soon as possible. Um, okay. And uh, that's uh, that's really the the best way to get you some kind of compensation, uh, especially because your your EI entitlements are running out. So I would I would do that right away. Well, they ran out two weeks ago, actually. Right. So all the more reason I would do that uh, right okay, away. Okay. So so basically, I can't depend on the government to help me out here. I wouldn't. Mm, lovely. Yeah. All right. I know. Thanks, Peter. Appreciate it, pal. I'm going to give you a number to uh, to reach out to John uh, as soon as you can. Uh, 604-283-3123. Again, 604-283-3123. The option of help at employmentlawyer.ca through email as well. But in the here and now, to make your phone calls, it's uh, 604-280-9898. That's how you get your uh, calls on the air and answer quickly. Malcolm, thank you for hanging on. Good afternoon. How are you? Uh, good afternoon, sir. Got a couple of questions. I'm 76 years old. My wife is 74. Uh, now, my position in this is that uh, I work at a retail hardware store only a few hours a day, right? But I'm well over the 5000 up around 21000 a year. Um, but uh, because my wife had surgery last year, lung surgery, lost three quarters of her lungs, um, the doctor basically has told me he'd write a letter and say, there's no way you're going to work. Now, do I qualify for the CERB? And the other question was, my wife is a crossing guard at the school, but she only made forty nine fifty last year. Is there anything that she can do? Because, of course, she is off because of it. Right. Okay. So let's let's start with with your wife there because that's I guess the the, the simpler situation. Right. Um, if she's off uh, because of COVID nineteen, but her um, uh, her income is less than five thousand, she may not be entitled to CERB. Uh, the rule is that your total income has to be, uh, as you know, more than five thousand. But it's it's actually it's not just the la it's not just twenty nineteen. It's also the last twelve months. So I would add it up over twenty nineteen. 
and over the last 12 months, and if one of those is above 5,000, she still may be entitled. Right, so I right. would double-check that, uh, but if she doesn't meet that uh, one of those two criteria, then no, she, she may not be entitled. Now, as for your case, you're earning more than $5,000 a year, um, uh, obviously much more, five time, or four times that. Um, and if you are not uh, working right now because either a you're you're you know you're looking after your wife right now um, and that that might be a variety of reasons but some of those might be COVID nineteen related or uh, it's all because, COVID yeah yeah or because you've been laid off I don't see why you would not oh no be I haven't been laid off like I could go to work and get extra money but the doctor basically said if uh, my wife. If I brought something home, she's dead. So, yeah. So this is this is a circumstance where I think you would be entitled to uh, the Canada Emergency Response Benefit. It's possible that your wife would be uh, eligible as well. So I would look into uh, applying uh, for both of you. Okay. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, I love your show. Thank uh, thanks, Malcolm. Really, I uh, really appreciate you listening. And uh, smart for you to uh, to call in for sure. By the way, you want to go to covidrights.ca, Malcolm, for more information about how to apply and all the uh, details when it comes to the CERB. But uh, here and now, 604-280-9898. That is how we handle your calls. And Georgina, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, not bad. Great. What's your concern? Well, um, I put in for unemployment on the 21st of March. I was laid off as of the 16th, and when I applied, unfortunately, I made a mistake on my form, and they told me that they cannot process until I call in and and talk to a representative. Well, I have been on the phone for a month trying to get through, and they just keep saying the lines are busy, call back, and um, I desperately need the unemployment insurance. And I've even called um, Canada Services and made... I put in an email asking for help, and a representative did call me back on the 3rd of April. It said private on the phone, but um, he took down all my information. He knew what I was talking about and said, yep, it's fixed. It's going to go through. Every time I go up to my computer in the last week, it still says I have to call in to get paid. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that that's a testament to just how dysfunctional, unfortunately, uh, the system is. And and the reality is, I, I hear these stories in the best of times from people dealing with Service Canada, um, who uh, arguably, and in, in, in my opinion, probably need a, a complete overhaul uh, of their system uh, through and through. So, you know, of course, there's not not really much that I can say other than you you've clearly done all the right things here um, to seek your employment insurance, and they obviously should be providing it to you so you really just have to keep hammering it uh, away at them but uh, while I've got you on the line you, you said you were laid off on March 16th uh, was this a layoff due to a you know a government order uh, because the business is closing or they've just reduced their staff no it was a business closing oh, okay so they've closed the business permanently yeah. or they've closed the, oh wow okay yeah just, um, just until <laughs> sorry I, until I, I, work, I work for a restaurant Oh, you were for a restaurant. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, if if that restaurant uh, does manage to survive um, the cr- the crisis and comes back on, is able to rehire some of their staff, uh, and they don't rehire you, you should know that in that instance, uh, you will have a right to a severance package based on your age, years, uh, years of service, and your position. So you may want to give us a call at that point. Um, obviously, if the business uh, 
you know, completely uh, goes belly up and, and there's there's nothing there, um, it may be difficult for us to recover something, but I would still give us a call um, because uh, really every dollar counts. And that's, that's an entitlement that you get, um, you know, in addition to your EI, which you, you can receive consecutively once your, your EI runs out. Uh, so do consider giving us a call about that. But otherwise, in terms of the employment insurance, I mean, what you've said is it's just a testament to uh, the dysfunction out there and, and how difficult uh, of a time they're having keeping up. And uh, yeah. When you close the in-person offices, it's it's unfortunately it's it's chaos when you have million when you have you know records of people applying. Georgina, I want to reach out further to John uh, at the firm. Do so six zero four two eight three thirty one twenty three again six zero four two eight three thirty one twenty three or help at employmentlawyer.ca. If she was uh, put off um, on March sixteenth, anybody after the fifteenth automatically goes into the CRB first, do they not? And then the uh, employment insurance kicks in, no. Right. So if you if you're going to apply, you're just you're, you're kind of streamlined into that uh, CERB. But uh, again, uh, that 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 story that we heard from Georgina is not uncommon right now. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it it looks nice on paper what they've got, but they haven't really been able to implement it in a functional way so far. We'll uh, take a short break. Time for you. I'll give you some time to grab a phone and make that phone call if you have questions about this entire thing. This is the time to ask, 604-280-9898. And uh, we'll get right back to it. Employment Law Show on CKNW. Yeah, it's still plenty of time for you to call in. That that number, 604-280-9898, is the way you want to do it. Help at employmentlawyer.ca is the email address we use. And for the uh, next little while, covidrights.ca, a website put together in haste, but it's got uh, lots of great information there and uh, a focused uh, segment on the CERB and what it means, how it works, and how to apply as well. If you have questions about that or anything else having to do with your employment, bring the questions on. That's why we're here, 604 280 9898. Um, I know you got into this a little bit. I think it was with Georgina before. If you are sick or at least on a sick leave, does the employer have to hold your job? The employer, uh, if, if you're on a sick leave, yes, the employer does have to hold your job. Uh, that's an obligation that they have under uh, the Human Rights Code, among other things. And if an okay. employer doesn't hold your job for you, that's going to be both a termination uh, and potentially a breach of, of your human rights. So absolutely they do. If you have to stay home and take care of an affected member uh, because of COVID-19, or like we had our previous caller there who said, you know, if he got sick, his wife is done for. Um, again, same thing. Do you have that right to do that? You do have that right to do that. Um, and that is also something that is, is spelled out in the Human Rights Code. And if your employment is terminated or, or, you know, if they just say, look, you know, your job's just not waiting for you when you get right. back, then that is also going to be a problem uh, for the company on multiple fronts. And that's where you definitely need to be speaking with an employment lawyer. Uh, that number, by the way, to reach out to John or Lior, remember the team, 604-283-3123. Again, help at employmentlawyer.ca. That's the email address you want to use. But right here on the station, you want to call in and ask a question, please do. This is the best place to clear up these uh, mountains of confusion when it comes to COVID-19 and your employment rights, 604-280-9898. That is the way you uh, you want to do that. Shalash, thank you for uh, for hanging on and calling in. How are you? I'm I'm okay. How are you guys? Great. What's uh, what's on your mind? Um, I'm a person on uh, PWD assistance, and I don't live in affordable housing, so uh, my rent eleven hundred dollars most of my check. So I was working part time to make ends meet, 
and I got laid off, but I didn't have enough hours to get qualified for employment assistance or uh, EI. So I kind of was wondering, is there something that I could do? Right. Okay. So uh, is now keep in mind that if you're applying for the CERB, the qualifications work a little bit different. It's not based on insurable hours for that benefit. It's based on the amount of money that you have earned in either the last 12 months or in 2019. So have did so you is earn... Is it a percentage? It's not a percentage. It's just $5,000. If you earn more than $5,000 in that position, uh, then you should qualify for CERB. I, I worked 4300 4300 Forty three hundred. Oh, that's how much time you, I was working. You, the you only time I was working there. Yeah, yeah. You only earned forty four thousand three hundred dollars. Yes. Right. So, um, in that case, unfortunately, you you may not qualify. Uh, you probably do not qualify actually for CERB. Uh, again, I always tell people make sure that you've done the the calculation two ways, right? Because it's not just 2019; it's also the last 12 months. So, if it so happens that your income is more than four thousand three hundred dollars over the last 12 months, you could still be uh, entitled to uh, employment insurance. But otherwise, no, I'd, I'd say you probably do not qualify. Because they um, gave me the employment role. And that's what it said on it. So that's like the whole total amount of time that I've, I've been working for them. And then I got laid off where uh, I'm expected to come back to work. But because of the virus, they've uh, it's still Ricky's Country Restaurant. And I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say that, but they're, they're just doing takeout right now. So yep. I'm, I'm right. part of the kitchen stuff. Right. Well, if you're not called back to work uh, when they reopen, then definitely give us a call about that. Uh, but for the time being, I would say that uh, uh, you, you you probably do not qualify for a CERB, unfortunately, just because of the amount. Again, it's not the amount of hours you've worked. It's the amount of earnings that you have made over 2019 or the last 12 months. I see. Now, do you think they would make uh, like adjustments to that at all in the future? Because I know they're bending their rules a little bit where they're, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a lot of people that only work part-time, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah. definitely keep up to date with government announcements, and, and our, our website uh, will be updating that, our, our CERB calculator, as those change. I think there will be changes. As far as I know, there haven't been any discussions about changing that particular threshold, uh, yeah. but there there are certainly going to be some changes coming to the qualifying criteria for CERB, so do keep an eye out for that. It is. Yeah, a, I listen to you guys um, like 24 hours. I'm just sitting at home, and this is the only station that's clear awesome. on my radio. So. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, well. So, well so thank uh, you, guys. No yeah, problem. Keep listening. No problem. Thank you. Thanks, Shalash. Appreciate that. Again, it's, uh, and that's that's the thing. If he doesn't get brought back, he can apply for some sort of severance at that point, correct? Right. So anyone who's not brought back can, can uh, definitely seek a severance package. And for many people right now, uh, this is very important. If you've been put mm-hmm. on a temporary layoff right now and you did not agree specifically in writing to temporary layoffs, then you can actually seek your severance right now. So don't wait on that. If, if you've been tempor- temporarily laid off uh, and you're going to need some income, then give us a call because uh, that is uh, really, for, for the vast majority of people, going to be a termination.
Yeah, and like we said in the first segment, employment rights uh, are still are still up and running, so those have not been put on hold during the uh, COVID-19 uh, time anyway. So you want to reach out to John in that uh, regard, by the way, 604-283-3123 to call in now like Shalesh and everybody else who's uh, called in so far, got some answers. It's uh, 604-280-9898. And we're actually just waiting, what, I think uh, this week, a little later on for for more announcements, if not tomorrow, the next day by uh, by the Prime Minister. But they keep reworking, and I know it's kind of an organic thing, and it's changing all the time, but the CER big, because there's a, there's a big gap and a big... Um, a big chunk of people out there who have, they're not working, but they're, well, they're still working, but say they've lost 90% of their income. So you go from making a thousand bucks a week to making a hundred. They don't qualify currently under the CRB. And those people, in addition to the ones who have had all of their income evaporated, they're going to have to get taken care of as well. So I think we're, we're just waiting this week possibly for something in, in, uh, in that sort of realm to help out the people who are just hanging on to a little bit of money, but it's nowhere close to what they need, right? Right. That's the change that I'm most uh, anticipating seeing is yeah. a change to the uh, requirement right now uh, as it stands that you've lost income for 14 consecutive days uh, completely. You know, your income has gone to your hours reduced to zero. You've been laid off. Your income reduced to zero. That's what I'm expecting to change. The five thousand dollar requirement, I think, is less likely to change uh, yeah. because it's it's really the uh, the percentage uh, of uh, hours or, or the percentage of income lost that's attracted the most criticism. Uh, you know, there's also uh, changes that I'm I'm expecting to hear for employers about the seventy five percent wage subsidy because, uh, of course, there's there's been a lot of criticism about the uh, criteria for that as well. So this is a dynamic situation, and sure. uh, it's important for all of us um, to really uh, keep our eye out for um, the Prime Minister's announcements, because those are often uh, highly consequential. You bet. 604-280-9898 is the, uh, the way to call in. Temporary layoffs. What is it? Because this is common language now. The vernacular of employment has turned into the temporary layoff in the last three weeks. And how is it different than a regular termination of employment? So for most people, it's not going to be different from the regular uh, termination of employment. Now, a lot of people will hear, well, under the Employment Standards Act, we can do this for 13 weeks in a 20-week period. Uh, Well, yes and no. Yes, the Employment Standards Act does give employers in BC the right to do that. Uh, but your contract may not. And when I say your contract may not, I'm not saying you have to have a written contract. I mean your verbal contract. So if you've gone into work and you show up and you shake hands with your employer and your employer says, okay, you know, here's going to be your pay and here's going to be your hours or you have an offer letter that says your hours and your, uh, your pay and et cetera and nothing about temporary layoffs and you work for them for two years, three years, five years or whatever the case may be and now they're telling you, well, we're going to keep operating. We're going to reduce our staff, but we're not going to pay you a severance package. We're going to put you on a temporary layoff. That's a constructive dismissal at law. And so if you are placed on a temporary layoff, notwithstanding what the Employment Standards Act says, it's still a termination. It's still a breach of contract, and it is something that you can seek your severance for. 
We'll take a uh, short break, line up some more calls. That number is 604-280-9898. Again, 604-280-9898. You want to send an email along, it is help at employmentlawyer.ca. This is the Employment Law Show. It's on CKNW. Phone call, 604-283-3123. The email, help at employmentlawyer.ca and covidrights.ca. There's plenty of information there for you to uh, read up on, and it's good to have in your head and have some knowledge moving forward. But uh, here on the station for this show, 604-280-9898 is the way to go. We're going to get to Joe. Hi, Joe. How are you? Hi. Oh, I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, Listen, we had an argument with some friends of ours. My wife's been laid off her job by the dental assistant. She was with the guy for 30 years. And they told me the max you can get is two weeks. (sighs) Severance. Wow. Wow. Uh, Bad advice. (laughs) <laughs> and this is why uh, this is why we always say don't take your advice from your neighbor. So your your wife has been there as a dental assistant for thirty years. Uh, this is yeah. someone who you know I, I can tell you without even knowing all the factors here could be entitled to anywhere from between eighteen months pay to twenty four months pay. Uh, so that's that's not <laughs> two weeks is not just I mean two weeks is that's not even the employment standards act. My goodness, um, I, I don't even know where to begin there. Um, that is uh, terrible terrible advice um, and absolutely 100% incorrect. Um, so if your wife has been laid off as a dental assistant, how, how long ago did this happen? Uh, well, just about uh, seven weeks ago now, six weeks. Okay, six Maybe weeks not ago. not that long. So, okay, so Joe, what I'd, what I'd like you to do is either you or your wife give us a call. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll chat uh, for free for f- just a few minutes, go over the circumstances. She should at least know what her rights are in this situation because after 30 years, um, that yeah. could be a huge, huge amount of entitlements, uh, tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, okay. Two weeks uh, is absolutely uh, uh, incorrect. E- even the employment standards minimums are, are more than that, quite frankly. So um, please, uh, please do give us a call as soon as possible so we can uh, help out your wife here. I'll do that. I have your number, so I'll call you. Good man. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate the call. See, that's why you call the show. I mean, two weeks, that's laughable. Wow. Like, honestly, that's a joke. Wow. What a, what a, what a good call. Uh, thank, thank goodness, uh, Joe had the wherewithal to, uh, to know about our show and, and, yeah, uh, right. give us a call because, uh, I'm, an, I'm anticipating that that may end up being the, one of the most important calls he's, uh, he's made. <laughs> so, yeah. Big time. Uh, good big on him. time. Yeah, Joe, you said you have it, but just in case, 604-283-3123, help at employmentlawyer.ca. Here on the station for the remainder of the show, that's why you call. That's an example right there, 604-280-9898. Is it uh, Noel I got here? Hello. Hi there. Hi. Hey, Noel. What's going on? Uh, All right. Yeah, I work as a delivery driver. I used to work as a delivery driver. I stopped doing that uh, starting first of this month. Now, we okay. get paid four weeks after the last delivery, so I won't be getting my check, last check, till end of April. Uh, end of April. Can I still apply for CRB? Because I won't be getting any um, money from okay. 1st of April. I mean, I won't be working from Okay. Work. Okay, so let, let's go through a few things here quickly. So, uh, in terms of the CERB, the way that that works is you have to... Um, 
you have to not be receiving income for the four week of uh, you know for each four week period that you're applying for so if you're going to uh, be receiving income you may not apply for it but I would I would or you may not be eligible for it rather but I would apply for it anyway and and just another question for you Noel you said that um, you haven't you're not working as of the first of this month have they told you your That's appointment right. has been terminated and what I will they... receive is the money for what I worked in March okay and they've just told you your employment is, is terminated uh, no, uh, so there was no business, so I just sold the truck. Okay, you 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 sold the truck. Okay, so this is your business. You're, this is not. Uh, you're yeah, not working I, I work else. as a delivery driver with my own truck, so it's uh, working on my own for for myself. Okay, okay. So you're not, and you're not just working for one company. You're working for a number of of companies. Uh, no, just one company, through one company. Just one. Okay, just one company. Okay, so, and how long have you been doing that? Uh, six months. Six months. Okay, so if you've been just working for that one company, there is a possibility that, that uh, you actually may be entitled to some form of compensation from the company as well, because uh, if you've become dependent on them, uh, there is, uh, you know, there is law that says that you uh, you could be, uh, you know, deemed a dependent contractor and uh, owed some form of compensation after six months. It could be two, three months, uh, but uh, that's something that you can give us a call about and, and, and we can uh, talk about that. But for the time being, I would apply for CERB now. Uh, probably the worst case scenario is there'll be a waiting period. And as we've heard earlier on the show, uh, it can take a very, very long time to get through to them. So I would start that process as soon as possible. No, I appreciate the call. You want to reach out further uh, after the show? That's no problem. 604-283-3123. Again, 604-283-3123. It is help at employmentlawyer.ca. In the last few minutes here, I guess we'll still talk about uh, temporary layoffs unless we get another call or two. Um, can the employer, are they allowed to, to lay off an employee temporarily? Generally speaking, unless an employer has your consent, uh, no, John, they, they can't. And sometimes an employer will try to sneak this uh, into an employment contract uh, when right. you first start there, especially if it's like one of those longer employment contracts. Just make sure you read those over carefully and, and have those reviewed by a lawyer because you, you may be uh, consenting unwittingly, unwittingly uh, if you don't. So what if it's a case where it's been done, say, I don't know, once before? Now they're going to do it again. Does that change the, uh, does that change the landscape? You know what? It's it's a little bit different in that case, but I would say unless you actually agree to them doing it the first time, uh, you you still, in my view, still have the option of treating that as a termination the second time. Now, obviously, is that it, the most ideal thing is when you are put on a temporary layoff, uh, if you're not prepared to accept it, you should be telling your employer you're not accepting it, and you should be doing that with the help of an employment lawyer, uh, ideally, or if you don't feel comfortable doing it on your own, uh, then just be very clear with them that you are not accepting it and that you treat it as a breach of contract. If you don't do it, that employer will argue that you've accepted it uh, later on, as, as weak of an argument as that may be. Uh, so if you're not agreeing to it, it's always best to make that clear the first time. Is this something that you should do, especially now in the uh, in the light of COVID nineteen, where they're laying you off and they may not have a choice? You can say, you know what, guy, it's okay. I'll let you do it this time, but just let it be known in writing that this is not going to be a regular term of my contract. Blah blah blah, and I won't accept it moving forward. Can you do that? I think that's actually an excellent thing to do, right? If if you are working for an employer who, for instance, has been uh, mandated 
to shut down by the government. Uh, okay, that you know maybe that's something truly out of their control. That's not someone who's just reducing um, their payroll. So if you know if you've gotten a letter saying uh, we're reducing our our payroll, we're downsizing, we're restructuring, there's been a drop in sales. Well, that's a you know that's just a straight up breach of contract. That's a constructive right. dismissal, and that's where you should be calling an employment lawyer. If it's the case where your employer has just shut down because you have a government mandated order, you're expecting to come back as soon as that order is lifted. That's where you should be saying, um, you know, just to be clear, like I'm, I understand that you know that that we've been mandated to do this, but I'm not accepting this as a term of my employment. And you don't have to do that right now, but I would do it uh, before or you know right away after that you've come back, uh, just to make it clear that everyone's on the same page. Let's slide in a quick call here. Is it Yvette? Waiting, uh, waiting in the wings. How are you? Good afternoon. Yes. Hi there. Maybe you can clarify something for me. This sure. This is a friend that is working, but his uh, income has gone down drastically. He's paid on commission. So he, mm-hmm. he doesn't think that there's anything. But I know there's something new that even if you're making more than 5000 uh, you can still get something. Are you familiar with the newer one that's come out? Um, I, as far as I know, the CERB still has that five thousand dollar requirement, uh, but uh, if it, uh, that I'm, that may be changing this week, um, so I think that it's going to be very important that everyone uh, sort of tunes into the prime minister's address and and even more importantly uh, keeps their eye on the government websites, which are continuously being updated. So. Um, uh, for for now, I'd say uh, I, I don't think that rule has changed. Check the government website. Uh, all the details are there. Uh, we also have the CERB calculator, as John mentioned earlier in the hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I expect that all of that is going to change, so just keep an eye out for that. That'll do it for a, another show. Nicely done, sir, and appreciate your time as uh, as you have tuned in and called. Uh, love having you on the air. Feel free to do it again next time we do the show. In the meantime, reaching out to John or Leo, a member of the team at the firm, 604-283-3123. You have help at employmentlawyer.ca, and as we just touched on there, covidrights.ca there as well. That's a very important website. You'll want to visit that, uh, if not once, all the time for updates as well. Until next time, Employment Law Show on CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.